For the past three summers, I have been chaplain for Cathedral Camp, which is a camp that we host at Cathedral Ridge. Cathedral Ridge is the camp for the Episcopal Church in Colorado. This week-long camp is for children from St. John's and from the diocese. We have about 75 children, give or take. And serving as chaplain means I am simply there, hanging out, praying, enjoying people's company, getting to know their stories, and above all, assuring them that they are beloved children of God. We pray a lot, we play a lot, and it's wonderful. It also takes place up in the mountains at Cathedral Ridge. Cathedral Ridge is, is near Colorado Springs, and it looks into the face of Pikes Peak, so we're way up high and in a beautiful and holy place. It's a place that feels like a place set apart. In the Gospels, we know that Jesus often went to set apart places by himself at times, simply to pray and to reclaim his relationship with God and perhaps to remember who and whose he was. Sometimes we need to get away from those intense um, patterns and systems of our daily lives, things like for children, school, getting a break from that. For some of us, just getting a break from the waxing and waning of our, our, our families, the days and the nights and the joys and the intensities that come from family life, stepping out of all of that, getting apart from it for just a week or even a moment sometimes gives us the ability to open our minds and hearts to God's presence in ways that we sometimes forget to do. At Cathedral Camp, we end each night with Compline, that little short set of bedtime prayers. It's abbreviated or made kid-friendly. It's really, really short the way we do it there. But it always includes everyone saying together in unison, one of the greatest prayers written in the last century, a prayer that's titled, Lord, it is night. It's a Compline or night prayer from the Book of Common Prayer in New Zealand. And this prayer reads, Lord, it is night. The night is for stillness. Let us be still in the presence of God. It is night after a long day. What has been done has been done. What has not been done has not been done. Let it be. Let it be. It's an incredible prayer for the nighttime, an incredible prayer for getting ready to rest and therefore letting go of all that we've done or left undone. I think about this prayer this Sunday because this gospel reading includes one of the great sayings or from Jesus, one of the pointed readings that's an option for Compline, a traditional Compline reading. It's at the end of this longish gospel reading. But first, if this gospel reading feels a bit like a, a mishmash of readings, you are exactly right. At this moment, Matthew just put together a lot of different sayings from Jesus, so it doesn't read um, gracefully from start to finish. So I want to focus just on the last three verses, which are these three verses that are a part of Compline. When Jesus says, come to me, all you that are weary 
and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You will find rest for your souls. If you were imagining all of the sayings of Jesus, and if you could somehow put them on an imaginary scale to see which ones weighed the most or the heaviest, this three-verse passage would be one of the lightest, because in this one Jesus says that his burden is light. It is light, a light reading in the sense that it calls us to inactivity, to rest, it's not one more thing to do. It's not another burden. Nevertheless, this reading has a subtle invitation, a subtle invitation that requires not more work, but trust or faith. The invitation is to see that God is that God is real, that God is working or active or energetic when we are not. That's the invitation, not simply to rest and to stop doing whatever it is we do and spend our time during the days, not just to stop, but to realize that God is and that God is real and that the cosmos very being, the being of our very lives, does not depend upon our actions. I can't remember who told me once to be careful what you pray for, for you might just get it. Be careful what you pray for, for you might just get it. Now, I've prayed for a lot of things in my life that I actually have not gotten. I don't think that saying is, is literally always true. But I do think that when we pray, what we ultimately get every time, if we're open to it, is God. When we do pray to God and open our minds and hearts and hands, we do receive or become aware of God's presence. When we pray, we are bringing to God the deepest cares and concerns and dreams of our lives. But that prayer, what we also get, is not just simply a fixing of whatever it is that we offer. But if we look a little more deeply, we're beginning to see all of those cares and concerns and hopes and dreams in light of God's presence, that God is near. When we pray for, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement, we begin to discover over time that God's dream is underneath the Black Lives Movement. We begin to see that God's energy and God's dream for racial justice, which has been true from the very beginning of human beings, is just below the surface of that movement as we have eyes to see. When we begin to pray and bring to God our very selves, imagining ourselves in the light of God's presence, over time we begin to see 
that we are in God's hands, that we were in God's mind, for example, long before we were ever born. And as we imagine the end of our lives, our deaths, we too will rest then in the mind or the hands of God. Our entire life from beginning to end and everything in between is found in God's presence. Sam Portaro is a priest whom I love and enjoy. He's the retired Episcopal chaplain at the University of Chicago. And I've heard Sam give advice before that relates to rest. And it's advice that was given to Sam when he was in seminary. Sam was told, and he told us, and I now tell you, it's a very vain person who can't get a good night's sleep and leave the running of the universe to the God who created it. It's a very vain person who can't get a good night's sleep and leave the running of the universe to the God who created it. Or I'll put it more positively, it's a very humane person who can get some rest, take a nap, or just trust that the entire cosmos, our lives, our labors, our loves, our striving for justice and peace, all of it is held in Almighty God's hand. In other words, the cosmos, meaning, beauty, truth, love, doesn't always depend upon what we do or what we leave undone.